go again. It's the full disclosure show. I'm Daggin' Mont Williams the first. We got Big Dick Daphne Rich Grimmy and the little lady of the house, the beautiful Lisa Lisa Burnett. And we have a special guest in the building. Would you like to announce with the special guest, Miss Lisa? Yes, this is my beautiful, super talented <laughs> niece, Cheryl. Hi. How you doing? How's Thanks you for doing? joining us. Thanks for joining us. We're well, trying to get well, her on the show for a minute, y'all. I'll let y'all know. You know what I'm saying? She finally showed up. What's going on, y'all? Hey, man. Hey, it's, it's still tourist season. Yeah. We ain't say what's up. Happy birthday to all the tourists. You know, Happy birthday to Taurus. This is all the all the bulls, all the y'all bulls stubborn ass. Happy <laughs> birthday. Yeah, y'all, we want to thank all y'all for tapping in. As my son would say, I'm still his word, tap in. Tap yeah. in on it, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my son who has his little single on si- si- uh, uh, what is it, SoundCloud. Uh, high School X Boss. I'm going to shout him out on Dad Gray on SoundCloud. Go check him out, you know what I mean? And uh, real quick, I want to say, uh, yeah, yeah, Derek Gray. <laughs> That's his name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Fifty Shades. Yeah, Fifty Shades. You know, you know, you know how they do. That's why they Derek Diggler or something like that. But real quick, man, I want to thank everybody that be joining this, man. And uh, we be, we trying to push this platform forward, and we can't do it without you guys. So, Want to try to get everybody to please share the link, share the podcast, share you know the video. If you if you down with us, if you like what we're doing, share. You know, Rich always telling me to set some goals. We want to try to get ten likes before we get off the air today. You know what I'm saying? So if you're checking in, you know what I mean. Just share real quick, even if you keep moving. You know what I mean? So without further ado, what's going on, TC Patrick? Bowman, what's up with it, y'all? What's up with it, y'all? Uh, without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and get into the subject matter at hand and uh i want to uh, i said this before man like the the kind of idea of this show was to bring people into our conversations you know what i mean and me and dick dastley had a fire conversation the other day you know what i mean <laughs> was we said it with live and you know some things can't be said you know what i'm saying, but, you know what I'm saying? and i, I just want to kind of share this conversation yo yeah we can't put it all out there but i just want to share this conversation we had about value you know, about self-worth, about, you know what I mean, valuing yourself and the value of people around you. And what was reiterated when I had, I had a conversation with a young man, and I was telling him about, you know what I'm saying, not being thirsty, you know what I mean, and not, and, and valuing yourself. And then it's like the conversation came full, came full blow. It's like, you know, have respect for yourself, have value for yourself. That's first of all. That's first off. You got to value yourself. You know what I mean? Because if you don't value yourself, then you're liable to allow people. To, and it, it's not, it's just in relationships in general. We're talking about romantic relationships. We're talking about business relationships. We're talking about any type of relationship. It's based on value. It's based on how you value yourself. And it's based on how you value. I say, I used to, I say this all the time, Dick Dowsley, you know. I, I love unconditional. My love is unconditional. But my time is not. My time is conditional. You know what I mean? I can love you across the street. I can love you from Atlanta. You know what I mean? I can love you and not talk to you, but if I if my time is conditional, like you got to be special to get my time. Like you have to be, yeah, I have to value you. Correct. You know what I mean? You have to be have a value to me to get my time. So when you don't value yourself, you're liable to let anybody do anything to you. You have you actually put up with stuff that you shouldn't. Because people don't value themselves. Now, some of y'all ain't worth two dead, fly, smashed anyway. You know what I'm saying? But that's okay because you can always add value. 
You know what I mean? But you have to be self-aware. You have to want to be valuable. Like, you know, knowledge, understanding things. The more you know, the more valuable you are. The more you have to offer that's different. And then, so that's what I'm saying. Like, when you're talking about men and women in this conversation to have with a young man, when a guy is thirsty, you know, he's, he, you know, she can get that anywhere. You know what I mean? A woman can get that anywhere. What can she get? What do you bring that she can't have, she can't get? What, what do you bring different to the table? You know what I mean? And it's crazy because when a woman, you know, when a guy's coming at her a certain way every single time and then a guy comes a completely different way, you know, it's like, oh, let me see, who is this guy? You know what I'm saying? What, what does he bring to the table? You know, he ain't coming like everybody else. That's value. That's how you add value. You're being honest. Hey, you know, I'm not looking for no relationship. You know what I mean? We can just kick it. She might not be down for that, but she all, she respects you because she was honest to it. And that ain't a lot of that going around. You know what I'm saying? Honesty adds to your value. Even if, if like, you ever go to a store and you're looking for something, right? And they have something. And then the guy was like, well, you know what? They have it down the street. It's actually cheaper. You know what I mean? You're like, wow, this dude, he was honest with me. You know what I mean? Like, you know... He missing out on money because he wanted to look, go go down the street. They got it. that honesty adds value. Now you might get that down the street, but you'll respect the fact that that guy was honest with you, Correct. and you will come back to his store because you know he ain't gonna shortchange me, you know, with, with anything. So I just think it's important, it's critical for people to know their value, to understand, you know, what I'm saying their own value, and to, you know, like the people who, who are around me. You know, what I mean, I value the people around me because I know they shoot me straight. You know, I know I some I can't get that everywhere. Most people are gonna tell you what they want to hear. You know what I mean? That's just how most people do. Yeah. Or they gonna sugarcoat stuff. You know what I mean? When you got people who will tell you the truth about things, me personally, I value. Now I know a lot of people don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? But because they don't value themselves, see, it, it's it's the scales. You know what I mean? So I just think, you know, what I'm saying, want to go ahead and open up the conversation with everybody, and how y'all feel about that. You know, that value, that self-worth, and you know what I'm saying, what it means to y'all. I personally feel like, I agree with what you said, but I feel like people don't know what the definition of value is, or they have a skewed view of what value is. Most people feel as if value is showing your body or doing things that isn't, you know. Exactly. And real quick, not to... I thought something you said last week, I think it was last week or a couple of weeks ago about self-esteem, a women who actually show their body to have less self-esteem. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because the only value is their body. Because this is the only thing they have, they think they have a value. It's their body. So I got a nice body. So that's it. That's what I'm going to sell. You know what I mean? But go ahead. And, and I feel like part of the reason why they may feel that way is because men or vice versa but coming from a woman's perspective men view value as a woman being being sexy and being sexy is showing your body showing your curves or twerking or you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying anything sexualized that is what is value it isn't value to be natural it isn't value to be smart it isn't value to be somebody who likes to read or somebody who likes to sit in the house or you know, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Being ratchet, being promiscuous is what is valued. So that is what people do. It's and almost like it's in demand. Yeah. So um, it kind of reinforces itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
That's interesting. I, I never heard that. Thing. <laughs> um, it, it's the crazy thing. What's up, Nikisha Gilliam? What's going on, King D? What's up, twin? Momo time, hotel, bro. Um, you know, as you were relating the value and then people showing their skin, I think that, you know, in that situation, it's just an opinion that uh, it might be a lack of self-value in that instance. That's what, it, that's what I was Because on. you feel, or maybe they're made to feel, or society has made them feel that they got to expose themselves in order to get whatever attention they may be trying to get or to feel sexy or this. I've always taken the exact opposite approach. I've always liked women who kind of covered themselves a little bit more. Uh, now, maybe if I'm out and then she wants to wear something sexy, I'm, I'm good with that because you with me. I, it's actually pretty cool knowing that these guys are looking at you mm. and they, you going home with me. But if I were to meet you and you were that exposed, I would think that you're fishing for something. So I, I hear that a lot of times when, when women talk that they wear this or that because it's what guys like or they might wear, uh, you know, weave or whatever because they think this is what guys want. And to a degree, they may be uh, right. But that's not every man. I think there's something sexy to be said about knowing your own self-worth and being beautiful within yourself. And then somebody can see that and tap into it. Now, going on to men, I think sometimes we have the tendency to peacock. We, we come in with a little extra cocky. We want to, you know, have that swag or that sauce or whatever to attract women instead of just being ourselves. But uh, what you're taught. For a long time, you see that women like that, even younger. You know, when you're younger, girls like the guys who are more obnoxious, loud. I don't think that they do like it. I think that society has given us what we like. So I don't think that they necessarily like that. Cool. I just think that we have been conditioned to like that, so we think that's what we like. Mm -hmm. But if that hadn't been presented to us, we wouldn't like that. I, I think right there you just spoke of, of a classic... Or misconception between men and women. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot of women think certain things that women like. And a lot of women think there's certain things that men yeah. like. Yeah. A lot of things, those things aren't even close. You know what I mean? Like, And a lot of that comes from the conditioning too. And a lot of that comes to how you see yourself. You know what I mean? And when we get back to the value, like how do you value, like a woman who thinks her body is all that she has a lot of times, that's all that's been shown now. Yeah. Correct. Like, ever since a young girl, when she, ever she starts fronting a little bit of, you know, booms or whatever, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's like, all this attention has, it's because of her sexuality. Correct. And then, depending on what happens, in between, you know, no telling what happens, like, you, she grow up and think that's all that she has to offer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of guys, see, we are like, like me, you know, I, I'm like you. I, I, I don't, I'd rather a woman dress more conservative, sexy, conservative, classic. But if a woman comes up with shirts halfway her ass, we're gonna look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just we just men. Not being a dog. It's not like hey, you know. You might even be shaking your head like, mm mm mm. She needs to go, but you still yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. that, to, to a woman, that's a, that's attention. Yeah, attention is attention. Regardless, like she think you might be looking like 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 damn, she, that's a little too much. Yeah, we're looking at Right? Yeah, but you know, attention is all bad. So it's like. Her value is solely wrapped into her sexuality and her body, whatever, whatever, and that's all she thinks she has to offer. But you can add so much more value just by, you know what I'm saying, learning yourself, learning about things, being different, offering something different. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, giving somebody something different. Like, you know, I was just talking, actually I was talking to my son, and we was talking about the music, you know, I told you, 
And I was like, man, you know I like the song and everything, but what, take, what's it, take the auto-tune out. You know what I mean? He was like, what's up with y'all OGs, y'all? Y'all like the old auto-tune. I was like, well, and, I, and, I, and it was like, I was like, well, it goes back to my subject Sunday. It's like, it's the value. It's like everything, if everything has auto-tune, you know what I mean? What, what's out. the value? If, yeah. if we all selling 99 cent cheeseburgers and they got the same shit on them, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what separates mine from yours? You know what I mean? And a lot of times what gives things value is when we put ourselves into it. You know what I mean? Like, each one of us are unique. I got you. If, especially if you're not indoctrinated. You know, most people just go with the flow and they say, but when you are your own self and you're unique, you offer it. Something that nobody else can offer. Say that. You know what I mean? When we do this show, like we're offering ourselves, you know what I mean? And you know, I ain't passed the bar, but I know a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. The knowledge and wisdom <laughs> that I've gained through the, through, you know, yeah, <laughs> that I've gained through the years. I've been through some shit. I know some shit. I know a Mark. little something, you know what I mean? I have something to offer. I know I do because I know my value. We got a few comments. Ahead, yeah. One more time said, I'm 63 years old. I just want a sister to be herself. I don't like the fake stuff. And uh, King D went on to say, uh, when I see women out and they are half naked, it's cool to look at, but not a real man's preference. Leave something for the imagination. And hopefully these some of these women listening and hearing yeah. this, you know, because I, I saw some pictures of my, uh, this just this week. What's up, Kevin? Go ahead. Let me hear well, about from you. I wanted to say that I think with self-value, it's more about, like, empowerment. I think a lot of people, a lot of women can feel empowered by their bodies. Mm -hmm. And I think it's kind of like a, it's an empowerment feeling. I feel like a women should be able to um, dress how they would like, but I think they should know that, I guess, there's consequences or you can create ideas about yourself. And I think that's what a lot of women may you know, forget or leave in the back of their mind. You, you have more to offer than just your beauty and just mm -hmm. what you look like. But I had to piggyback off of what she said. I agree with that. That yeah. there is power in that. Right. And and the fact that, hey, I I could care less if you judge me. I know who I am. You know, I could wear, you, you're not going to slut shame me. Right. You, you're not going to make me feel bad about what I'm doing and what I'm wearing. This is what I feel like wearing today. You got to deal with it. You know, my problem is the, the girl who just jumped on the treadmill for the first time that week throwing on an outfit that's like three times too small <laughs> and that go for these dudes too. Brother, yeah, if you over 250 you don't need you know, speedy, you know, speedy, 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 speedy. Yeah. your shirt's a little naive, dog. <laughs> you had to take your shirt off. innocent. <laughs> if you over 250, skinny jeans ain't for you. No, they're not. Skinny jeans ain't for you if you a man. Put it down with yeah, that. I totally agree. Keep them for the women, man. Hey, I'm man, sorry. If you want a yeast infection, that's his business. <laughs> hey, hey, man, but I wanted to say, pick uh, what, uh, what she said. He knows his value. Yeah, but what she said, you know what I mean? There, you, have, uh, you have more to offer than just, you know what I'm saying, your body and your beauty. You know what I'm saying? You can yeah. offer that. That's fine. Yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with that, too, but understand. And it's like, too, man, it's like... You you know like when you when you're single you know you single man out there you got your own place right you know you got your house your own house you got your own job you got your own uh, you have value you have a lot of value because of what's out here and so y'all fellas know y'all probably got your little stable you got your little four five six girls that you're talking to you got numbers so how do you choose which one you gonna spend time with mm -hmm. you know what I mean because they all look you know, like okay they all look good you know what I'm saying well who 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 gets the time. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, let me see who acted right. You know what I mean? It's like that you yeah. you, you placing the value based on, who, you know what I'm saying? The, you, who, what do they bring to the table? Man, it's like you have a job, right? And, you know, everybody, we all have 
we are corporations. We have yeah. our business. Can't be saying no you, skinnies. And then you put out <laughs> applications. You put out applications. You put out resumes, and then you check all these resumes, and then you hire somebody. You know what I mean? Based yeah. on the value, what they Correct. bring to the table. Like you know, okay, the value is perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a perception. It's, it's what you value. It's how you know she can cook. She, she this. She's she smart. Da da da. You know what I mean? Can I take a step back though? It seems like we weigh heavily on women. Let me let's talk about the aspect of men. Man, you need to know your value, too. And what we that's were talking crucial. about, uh, men, a woman is looking for a man. And that's not necessarily saying, you know, you hear, what's a real man? Oh, if a real man would do this, a real man do this. A, a man should be able to handle his emotions under any circumstances, for the most part. Unless something happened to his family, one of his loved ones, or you, you touching his person. Men, if you out here matching a woman's emotions, she gonna yell, she gonna moan, she gonna do whatever. She not looking for you to match that. Calm down, be a man. But a lot of us are raised by women mm -hmm. and we have that female energy. I, I, I was raised by a woman. I've had that female energy where I'm like, oh, I'm getting excited, all that. I had to learn eventually to start calming myself down. I'm, she might as well be with another woman if you sit here and you're getting emotional <laughs> with her all the time. I mean, Know your value. And it's not just about having a job, a car, all that. Yeah, that that's good. But be a man first. Yeah. Be a man first. Let her be able to confide in you and you not overreacting. Let her be able to share something. Let her be able to go off the handle sometimes. You can't, Hey, babe, look, we're not going to roll like that. When I walk in the house, you're not going to be doing this. But it's not like you're controlling her. It's just that you being a man. And, and, and be a man. Right. Be a man. Handle bills. Let her know you can do things without her sometimes. You know? If she, she don't feel like cleaning up, clean the house. Sometimes clean it before she get it. Sometimes clean it after she do it. And let her know, hey, I can do this better than you. Sometimes, uh, you know, you've got to let them know. Uh, I, that's your value as a man. I, I, I don't do it because I, I know you like to do it. Or sometimes women are bigger breadwinners. You know, figure out how to bring something else to the table, too. I mean, what's your thoughts on that as far as the value of a man? What are you looking for as a, for a value of a man? I would say um, someone that knows how to balance. Some of the, I just feel like maybe some of the traits that your mother may have kind of keep that in consideration when um, trying to find balance in your uh, feminine energy. Say that. Mm -hmm. What up, Veronica? What you think, Lisa? I, I agree with, with what you guys were saying. I see so many guys go through the same things that I see so many women going through. And it's, it's sometimes it's mind-boggling because I can't believe, like, why is this guy letting this woman treat him like this, you know? Mm -hmm. And again, I had to take myself back and realize, like, they don't know the value of themselves. And maybe they don't know because they don't know how to find the value of themselves. Correct. You know, sometimes you have to take a step back and inner, inner look and figure out mm -hmm. what, how do I find my value? Sometimes you get, get away from your friends, get rid of everybody. And you need to take a look at yourself. If you keep going through the same routine and do, doing the same thing, and you like, oh my, I can't figure out why I keep finding this man. I can't figure <laughs> out why this woman keep doing that. Well, you need to check yourself. Check yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And find your value because apparently you don't know your value. And if you knew your value, then you wouldn't keep letting this man right. lie to you. You know he's going to lie to you, and you know he's lying. 
but yet still you keep falling for the it's lie and then you cycle. get upset because he lied to you. Like, you don't go to the jungle and get mad because a lion roar. That's what the lion's <laughs> supposed to do. If you know he's a liar, why are you mad at him because he lied to you? That's your fault. If you if the woman keeps kicking you out and you keep going back, you gotta pack stuff up, take it to this she person's has no house. For you she has no respect right. for she you no because respect. you have no respect for yourself because you don't know your volume. Find your volume. And, and, and it's one thing, and we talked about this. Something else from James yeah, Blake, it was going we on. We talked about this too, like being able in a, in, a, in a relationship status and a man and woman status, a man to have his own, you know what I mean, lets a woman know that he can handle his own. Like you got guys who go from what they call them uh, homosexuals <laughs> and go from house to house. And, 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 and as you know me, because you know, I, I lived on my own. And, you know, I know my value. I know what I bring to the table. You know what I mean? It's not like, and it's not, it's just about knowing my self-value. I ain't, ain't got to say, well, I'm bragging or nothing. It is what it is. That's you know probably I mean? one of the best decisions that you could have made right. for yourself. Right, it's just being on, you know what I mean? You know, you took yeah. the time to right. know yourself and know your right. and, 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 and that, and you, so, you know, I don't, I'm not dependent on you. You know what I mean? You don't, and you're not dependent on me. So we see, you see another person's value as you come coming to the table. I know that I always kept it 100. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you what's going on. You know, I know what I bring to the table, like, you know, you could, but you could to the left, to the left if you want to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It ain't another motherfucker coming to the door like me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's not. That's not happening. You, and I know that. You know, you motherfucker, we cut from a a, a a cloth that they don't make no more. And that's just is what it is. So, as a man, you have to. And it's a woman, period. You have to know your own value. You have to know what you bring to the table. And we're gonna get you on, brother. Right, man. right. And somebody is gone. To see somebody that values themselves and will see the value in you. I think one of the number one reasons, man, I thought about this, uh, for relationships ending, is uh, uh, people don't understand. People feel like they're not appreciated. That means I don't feel like you recognize my value. You know what I mean? That's why you have a lot of infidelity. You know what I'm saying? A woman or a man may not feel valued. And then they end up going and filling that from somewhere else. It was like, damn, this woman or this man do this, this, this. And they don't recognize me. She won't even appreciate me. You know, we want to be appreciated. That's why we want other people to acknowledge our value. Especially people that's closer to you. You know what I mean? That's one reason why I always... Go ahead, Lisa. I was going to say a lot of people um, focus on what they want out of the other person instead of making sure uh-huh. they have um, the qualities yes. that they're What asking. am I bringing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What am I bringing to the table? Hold on, we're going to take a call. Brother Brent, Mo Motown. Pastor Yo, Bo said it took my wife to help me fully understand my value. Okay, well, Brother Brent, okay, we're going to, can't do it. So, uh, and we had a few more questions. Feel the love. Uh, love you, brothers and queens. All right, Brother Brent, I tried to give you a call. I ain't, I ain't mean if you want to reiterate what you just said, because I was... Oh, just, um... I think sometimes people can uh, focus too much on what they want out of another person and then kind of look for other well, people to fill that, that void mm, instead correct. of um, you know, taking the time out to do some self-care and self-healing and self-love. And I think people should just kind of get have that solitude relationship with themselves and having a relationship with yourself first before you go pursuing people. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is... Oh, go ahead. I'll cut you off. I'm no, sorry, I'm just saying yeah, what she was saying. Okay. Well, I think, too, that a lot of people may think that it's being selfish. But in order for somebody to love you, you do have to be a little bit selfish. You have to be in love with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, the biggest narcissists in the world are children because they see the whole world through their eyes. And we cater to them 
and we we bend to them. And you see how ridiculous they can be at times, but you give them that love anyway. <laughs> but they, they, they eat it up and they take it. The, if we can keep that to where, yeah, you understand, but make sure that our kids love themselves and that they're able to walk away. I believe, like, even with some of the stuff I've suffered on, my, on a personal level, I've always had the ability to walk away from things, but I've stayed hoping that it will change. I think that a lot of people go through that, okay, you start making excuses, oh, I, I did that, or, you know, she only slapped me because I, I talk smart, <laughs> y'all don't know the full story. Y'all, y'all don't know my story. I deserve I it. Yeah, I be doing my I be talking fly sometimes. <laughs> I, I take a strong woman to handle me. No, but, uh, and you, you hear that from different people, take a strong man to handle me, all this other stuff. But the truth is, it comes down to fear. You're scared of the unknown, so you stick with, yeah. you deal with the devil you know. That's why you don't quit that job. That's why you don't start that that career. That's why you stick in certain relationships, because mm-hmm. you don't really value yourself as much as you think that you do. Because mm-hmm. if you did, you think, you need to be walking into work. They lucky to have me up in this month. Well, I quit today. This company going to fall apart. You know what? I mean, that's what you say. And I mean, I don't want to sound like a narcissist, but <laughs> the day I went to work, and I quit. I kind of went in there feeling like feeling like that because they kept telling us they was gonna do this and He's they was gonna do dog. that. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? They keep telling us they gonna do this and they gonna do that. They can keep playing with y'all's emotions, but guess what? I'm I can do this yeah. by myself. I so myself a little I more see y'all that. later. And if y'all wanna come and follow me, y'all hit me up. I give you my number, my information, and I'll let y'all know how I'm going and what I did to do what I do. And that's just it. Mm-hmm. And I quit, and people been calling me from the job. Like, how's this going? It's going great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How how's it going for you? You yeah. know, like, well, mm-hmm. they did this and they did that. Well, why are you still there? Yeah. You know what Real saying? quick, Janice Ogletree. Before we go to the next topic, most people don't understand love. More focus on money, no loyalty nowadays. They don't love themselves. That's, so that's from the uh, watch party. Who we got? Hello, brother Brent. What's going on with your Mo Motown? Hey, I'm listening to the program. Uh, you know what? Uh, I remember when I didn't value myself, right? I, I was caught up, up in the drugs and alcohol and all that type of stuff. Yep. Now, you know, I've been, been sober now 16 months. I just quit smoking cigarettes. And I talked to my wife. When I see these young girls out here, and they wonder why ain't nothing happening for them. Because look what they're doing to themselves. Here the girl is 22 years old, but she's making herself look like she's 46 years old. That's just like buying a car. Once you drive off the lot, it's a long day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and they wonder why ain't nothing happening for them because they devaluing themselves. Right, so you're right, you're now, right. And I know when I stay That's one girl. That's, that's a good. real woman right there. That's a queen. 
Hold on to that. Sober, but I got drunk again, I got drunk too. Again. <laughs> hey, man, thanks for calling, hey, thanks man. Thanks for calling, brother Brent. Good oh, looking oh, up. Man, I hit the wrong button. Hey, brother Brent, yeah. thank you for calling. Real quick, time. before we get into the next topic, man, this is D4 brother, Disclosure Show. Derek Lamont Williams, the first. Big Dick Dashley, Risk Green, Lisa Lisa Burnett, the special guest, Sherelle in the house. And I, I was in another thing, too, about you. The less clothes, you know what I mean? When, when you show, there's more you show, the less value you have. Correct. Even though you think you get because you get more attention, you know you have less value because I mm -hmm. see everything. Correct. Hide it, little shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Hide a little bit. Leave some for the imagination. Mm -hmm. Let me imagine as I value you more. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and man, walk in your manliness. You know, you have more value when you keep your mouth shut and you ain't trying to match a woman in emotion. Be a man. Lisa, Lisa. I also want to ask. You know, guys, you have to. You know, kind of try to. Showing off, trying to be all flashy and stuff because it's kind of like a it's attracting each other. Yeah. It's like a, if you're on the same vibe, you're gonna attract. They gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so I gotta start wearing shirts. Yeah. Nah, hey, we gotta do whatever it takes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it takes, goddamn. What's that mean? That's like your girl said, "Don't be out there acting up for these women." <laughs> Me. Yeah, guys be dressing like yeah. sluts too. They just do it. If they don't have. You know, curves. You trying to I'm step on my toes? <laughs> I wore a loose shirt today. She trying to man slut y'all. You did it, slut shame me. I can't show the guns <laughs> off now. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa. What's up? So today I want to talk about um, law for money. So I just read up on this information, and this is information that I must share. And it's going to take me a couple of shows to share this information so I want y'all to bear with me but I brought my niece here to help me explain this so let's try to explain it the best way I can it's new to both of us yeah. <laughs> so why don't you uh, tell a little bit about what you were telling me about law for money yeah, well for the most part I kept trying to figure out why was I always broke <laughs> 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 and I'm like man like why like no matter how hard I work or like it seems like my money isn't valued, and that's what I kind of found out, that there's another system that is ran on, um, in, another, in another form of currency, and it's kind of like the system's reinforced. So I can't explain it, but I kind of realized that I was broke because I was opting into a system that was creating that type of result for myself. Yeah. So, so basically, it's like lawful money, and then there's the money that we have, which is funded by the federal government, right. the Federal Reserve. But it's not backed by anything. It's not backed by right. no material, no mineral. So it's literally like monopoly money. So <laughs> yes, exactly. everybody is everybody is living life with monopoly money. Me, you, everybody yeah, watching the show, tender. it's legal tender, and it doesn't 
it's it's not good for nothing. So that's why we keep being in the debt. And that's IOUs why IOUs situation. Yes, IOU. So whenever we go to the store and we give people this money, it's basically saying I owe you whatever the bill was. Mm. And because America doesn't have the money to back these IOUs, we're going to keep being in debt. So in order for us to stop being in debt, in order for us to be able to live the life that we should be living, we need to start dealing with this law for money. Yes, it's, um, we're endorsing a system that is creating debt for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. so when you get your check and you sign it, mm-hmm. most of us don't even sign it. Most of us have a direct deposit and it get deposited. What you're saying is that you're, you're signing an agreement, a contract, so to speak, saying that I will fund the federal government. Versus. You know what I'm saying? So versus when you take this tendency, this um, lawful money, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're, you're not dealing with the federal government. You're not right. You're not dealing with this country, uh, the system, and you're not funding them. So instead, you're, you're getting all your money back doing income tax time, you get 100% of your money. So what happened was in 1933, during uh, Frederick D. Roosevelt, our president, they were in the Great Depression. So the banks were collapsing because the people were losing trust in the banks. So people won't put their money in the banks if people was going to take their money out the bank. So in order to get these people to fund the banks, they said, hey, well, we're going to take these federal notes that in the beginning, it was only between the banks that could use this money. Okay. It was paper that, I mean, tendency that was between the banks, and only the banks could use it. But during time, that time, that lost volume, and they started losing the money. So the banks started to, to fall, and then here comes the Great Depression. So now, Roosevelt said, hey, I'm going to let everybody, normal people, use this money. So now it's circulating around the United States, and now everybody is using this money instead of yes. the legal tendency, which is funded by gold and silver. Okay. I get that. So okay. it's a lot more to it. Um, so if you want to like start to do this research, which I really recommend people do this, because this is what I'm going to do, and y'all going to hear me talk about this this Sunday, and you're going to hear me talk about it next <laughs> Sunday, and if I talk about it that Sunday after that, <laughs> then I will do so. But, you know what I'm saying, what you're going to want to look up is government documents. And what that is, is that that's everything that happens in Washington, D.C. You're going to want to look up the Federal Depository Library. And that's where you can find this information. So when you get there, you're going to want to look up the, it's a judicial, the, the 1789 Judicial Act. It's called Saving the Sector Suitor, excuse me, saving the suitor clause. And that's where they did the whole thing with the documents and all that, changing the money over. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I just ran into this information and I just wanted to share it with y'all. Have you guys ever heard of this? Well, you know, I, I heard about it when you heard about it. And, uh, you know, this is what we do, man. We, you know, at the default disclosure show, when we get a hold of stuff we want to share it you know what I mean we want to we want to uh, spread you know whatever I, whatever we know we're going to give it you know what I mean because that's the importance of information it's not to be hoarded it's to be shared you know what I mean so as we tap into this you know 
and, and try to learn more about it. You know what I mean? Like I said, we want to present it to to everybody. And it, it goes into, like, when you talk about the Federal Reserve Bank, that's Franklin Frederick D. Roosevelt. That's when the Federal Reserve Bank mm-hmm. came, came about. And, uh, you know, I, I watched the whole documentary on, you know, how that's when they start bamboozling us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is not the government. That's when... The, bank, the businesses took over America. And that's part of it was right. because of the Great Depression and how it was starting to collapse the banks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, have you guys ever heard of the term called zombie banking? Zombie banks? Mm-hmm. You never heard of the term zombie banks? Zombie banks is, is what most of us is operating on and we don't even realize it. So what happens is that these banks go bankrupt. Now most of the time when the bank goes bankrupt, they have to sell their assets in order to try to save or pay whatever debt. Correct. But in this case, what happens is that the government funds them. So the government funds them, and they call it um, government bailout or mm-hmm. uh, regulatory loophole. Mm-hmm. So they fund these banks with this fake-ass money. <laughs> so you know say it's still this cycle. And we're stuck in this cycle because they don't give us this information. Now, this is legal. This is something that we're all entitled to. Right. You're saying, right. and this is my vote. You're saying, because really when you sign that check or when you just deposit your check, that is your vote. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying, no offense to anybody who does vote, me personally, I don't feel like going to the polls is going to change anything. But learning about this and then implementing it and giving this information out is what's going to change our situation. This isn't a black thing. This isn't a white thing. This is an everybody thing. You know what I'm saying? Because if the white, the white find this information out and if they real, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's up, Tommy? Mc- what's up, Tommy McL Rav? We got he commented on the uh, watch party that I got on here. He said, "I just leave enough money in the bank to keep my account open." I don't mess with them pink people all the, all, all like that. The government ain't nothing but crooks. Exactly. Rico Williams. Hey, then we got another comment. Mo Motown said, uh, it's the money that's got them. They do what they do for the money. Then they get high. The IRS took, uh, uh, took $9,000 from me this year. I had to file 8793 to get my share of the money. I feel robbed. And you are robbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one What's up? Hold on. What's up, Tommy? He got another comment real quick for you, though. No, Tommy, it. he said, I'm just trying to keep my head above water. How y'all be? We good. We, we try to do more than that. This is what the purpose this of the is information. This is what I'm trying to give y'all this, this yeah, information. We're trying to do more than that. Fuck keeping your head above yeah. water. Fuck just making it. Fuck just barely getting by. I'm tired of just making it. I'm tired of just barely getting by. I don't know about y'all, but I'm done with it. Yeah. What was, that, what was your comment on? Well, I wanted to say that with lawful money, well, what we don't know about lawful money, most people are opting into the system as a, it's a default mm-hmm. until you make the changes to, you know, opt out of that system. Um, also, I wanted to say um, the comment about, like, the IRS taking money from you. Um, what people don't realize about what we use as the American dollar, it actually has a usage fee. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and that's why we keep yep. being, uh, being in situations where we're barely making it. It's because um, we are charged a usage fee, and we don't realize that. But we are, you know, default um, in that system. And we don't even know that we just feel like the system that we're in is the system that we're supposed to, we're supposed to be in. We feel as if it's the norm. You know, but America's the greatest country. <laughs> it's not the norm, and it's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be because that's what we have been 
presented. You know, yes. like, mm -hmm. if you don't know what other choices you have, you think that these are only the choices that we have, and this is what we have been bamboozled. Mm -hmm. You think we only you have You do better, these, you do better, right? right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know better, so I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to help my people do better. Janice, oh, what you just said real quick. Hold on, Rich. I don't trust banks. I'd rather have a safe uh, eyeball safe. emoji <laughs> where my money is safe. Excuse my French, but F a bank. Hey, Kevin Bryce said, I have a documentary, Reservation Fund Links to Social Security. Uh, hey, what's going on, Tiff? You Kevin Kev. Right hey, uh, so just taking a step back, I remember, uh, now if I'm remembering right, you know, I ain't been in school in a minute. Woodrow Wilson is the one who had signed on to using the Federal Reserve System. And then he said he probably made the biggest mistake of his life in doing that. Mm -hmm. Because then that gave control of the money to a non-federal governing the body. The president. Yeah, yeah Woodrow Wilson. He signed yeah. over to it. So now you have what the, what they say, the Federal Reserve, Reserve is about as federal as Federal yeah. Express, right? Yeah. So um, now you got someone who is owned 51% by... Uh, different families. You know, you hear the names of the Rothschilds, the Bilderbergs, the whole nine. Now, that portion I understand. And money did, did used to be based on the first the gold standard, then it was silver certificates. Mm -hmm. yeah. When I was working in banking, we had older money and would say, this note is a silver certificate. Mm -hmm. But once it became a currency, that's where the, the real yeah. problem came in. And I think it really uh, exacerbated the problem, I believe, in like 1971. Um, uh, when Richard Nixon gave it a full throttle to make it just totally currency. Prior to that, JFK was gonna switch it back to the silver certificate mm -hmm. standard. And you see what happened to him when he was down in uh, Texas. Or, um, yeah, he was down in Texas, got shot. But, I mean, this is just good knowing the lawful currency. And then listening to you when you're saying the zombie banks, I never knew the term zombie banks, but when I talk about uh, socialism, um, and I think I just said this like last week, where uh, Martin Luther King said, there is socialism for large corporations and rigid individualism for the poor. This is exactly what I mean. Because you have this thing that says, too big to fail. Oh, this, this company's too big to fail, so the government will bail them out. But who's bailing you out when you can't pay your rent, your car note, or your lights cut off and you're sitting there with the kids? Anything that you get as an individual is called an entitlement. They're even getting it to the point where they call Social Security an entitlement or Medicare an entitlement. You pay that every single time you get paid. It, you don't even pay it. It come out to check regardless, and it's funded. And the government is going in those coffers and stealing that money as well. There's not there's when they're a, cutting it, they're taking it and moving it. So go ahead. There's not even a law. There's not really a law saying that you have to pay taxes. People say like we just we just given that ideal that right. we're, that we're having. We're threatened that if you don't, then this happens. Now of course there's certain yeah. things that you would have to do to make yourself, you know there so you don't have to go through all this extra extra and then while we was pouring tea in boston back in the day yeah yeah you're not going to tax us yeah taxation without representation and you know what i'm saying and i kind of do wish that but see that whole thing see see what we talking about is we talk about pimping right we talk about sleight of hand right you know it's funny that you you bring up the uh boston tea you bring up the boston tea party the, 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 the problem wasn't they didn't want to be taxed. The problem is the, the, the government didn't want to pay taxes to Brit, to, to the British. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they, cre you know, and they, you know, it's, it's like they, they knock the towers down. They create an issue 
and make it look like, oh, we we got you guys aside. We not we don't want you guys to pay taxes to Britain, so we want you guys to go to war for us, so you guys don't have to pay taxes. Right. And then we go to war for you, and win, and then we end up having to pay taxes anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the government. Yeah, we only pay taxes to ourselves. Yeah, you know, it's like this whole sleight of hand. It's like they give you, the information's out there, but it's 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 hidden. It's verbiage. Right, right. Verbiage. It's like you know, and, and they just counting on us not. Digging, tapping into it, as yeah. you say, you know what I mean. Kind of into just going along, you know what I mean. Because we feel like that's where it is. Oh, and I've heard people say, like, when I talk to them about, you know, changing your financial situation, like, there's, you can't tell me that I have to pay. I have to give you part of my money to fund the streets and to fund all these other things that I'm not satisfied. If I go to the store and buy something and I'm not satisfied with it, can I take it back? Don't you give me my money back? Well, guess what? I'm not satisfied with these roads. I'm not satisfied with the policing. I'm not satisfied with the medical. I'm not satisfied with nothing that the government do. So why do I have to keep paying you taxes? Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> One thing I would say about, like, um, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me about the wall for money is that um, when you don't use that system, you really are just kind of, like, creating a debt for yourself because there's a usage fee behind that. And I think it ties into the taxes. Like, if you're going to use the system, you're going to pay it. <laughs> well, shoot, just think, those families are getting interest off of every dollar yeah. printed. You know, uh, I remember, uh, well, you see it in Venezuela, their money is nothing. It's worth nothing now. You see it flying around. And, and during World War II, Hitler tried to uh, push counterfeit currency inside the United States. Because if you put more money out in the system than that was accounted for, you can bankrupt the country. And that's exactly what's going on. It's and about it 3, like 000, not $3 million out. $300 million, if I'm not mistaken, of this currency mm-hmm. of bullshit. And because and that's what, I, and I said, that that's what backs the currency now. It's not gold, it's silver, it's debt. It's debt. Yeah. It's debt. So the more debt that they can incur, is, yeah. right, the more debt they can incur, the more money they can print. Well, you know, it's a misnomer that, like, we have the, the highest GDP in the world. Yes, by the way, it's calculated. But if you remove medical costs out of that, that drastically changes it. So that is a debt. They're using a large yeah. debt to say that. College debt. Yeah. That this is how they, yeah, this how is why it. they give you a credit card. You know what I'm saying? They, just, they, they, they yeah. want, they need they, debt. They need your debt. They need That's debt so they can, exactly. Yeah. And, and. When you going through this lawful, when you going through this lawful money system, like I said, I'm gonna let y'all know the rest of the information as I learn it. But you want to make sure that you document everything that you do. When you get your check, stop getting your check be direct deposit. Go ahead, go back to old fashioned way, get that paper check, and you have to sign the paper check. If I'm not mistaken, still doing my research, believe you have to sign it to the Treasury of State. And then there's some codes that you have to put on there. I'm not sure of the codes, but it's best to do your research so yeah. you can be comfortable and confident. Now, does that, is that, oh no, finish your thought and then I'm, I'm going to ask you something about uh, sovereign citizens. That, that was all. <laughs> so the, the people who are doing that, uh, the, the sovereign citizens, is that part and parcel to that or those two yeah, separate it, things where people say, I would I'm say taking? it is because um, you're opting out of something Correct. that um, I guess the normal citizen would do. Yeah. Like, like what Korean games did. Yeah. It's a little different. It's kind of the same. It's a little different because when you're a sovereign citizen, you give up your rights. Mm-hmm. Well, with this, you're not giving up your rights. You're just giving up 
giving them your vote. Yeah, <laughs> you just giving out, you just opting out of their system as far as their financial system. You still don't have your social security number. As far as I've researched, I haven't got that deep into it yet, but as far as I can see, you'll still have all your rights. You just won't be using the Federal Reserve. You won't be in their debt. You will no longer have debt. And I had seen a couple videos on uh, YouTube where they were talking about um, using your using your account. Mm-hmm. Your social security yeah, number like, is an what, account. What yeah. is this? You know, the red number on yeah. your social security. Yeah. And I started doing research on it, but I never like deep, deep dug into it because I was so involved with other things. But I kind of think I might go back and look at the videos and do some research on it. I'm definitely going to be doing some research on this. Tie in. And even like when I did a little bit of my research, some of the like videos that I was watching, they're pointing out how all your net, your bills are capital and yeah. how it links back to your social. So it's um it's a lot to learn, but it's not really difficult. I would just say you gotta thoroughly do your research so you know what you're talking about. Cause at the end of the day, it's all about knowing how to break it down to someone because most people don't know about it. So you can end up sounding kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't right, break right, it right. down to them at a You sound level. completely sane. And right it's now. crazy because I'm asking people like, have you ever heard of this? And I haven't found, I haven't ran into nobody yet that has, that knows about this. And even people that I've discussed, I, I research and I study, you know what I'm saying? As far as learning other things, mm-hmm. I'm looking to them to see if, they were talking about this, and even they haven't been talking about it. Well, see, this. I never heard it as that term, but mm-hmm. all the other stuff, right, I mean, right, they, right. they sound just the same. Yeah. And what you, you, you basically, you're opting out the system. There's a bank account that's attached to your Social Security number. That's your money. The minute you're born, the Social Security has nothing as far as identifying you. It's more of you're an account. You mm-hmm. are the credit yeah. that they're using. And then... It's, it's accruing interest, it's, it's right, gaining money. Right. You can go cash out. We're kind of like a silent partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, except for, we're, we're very silent. We're silent. 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 Unknown silent partners. You know what I'm saying? Y'all watching you partners. The full disclosure show. I'm Doug Lamont Williams, the first. We got Big Dick Dive, Rich Green, Lisa, Lisa, the little lady in the house. Lisa, would you like to shout out to your guests again? This is my beautiful, super talented niece, Sherelle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get into the social media post of the week, there's a word that just kept coming up, man, that I had to, I had to make note of. The word was research. Research, y'all. You know what I mean? Stop being on Facebook and looking at bullshit. You know what I mean? On YouTube looking at bullshit. You know what I mean? Research. I always say when I say something, don't hold me. Don't, don't take my word for it. Look it up. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, Look it up. Wrong. Look it up. Prove me wrong. You know what I mean? And I'll step back. You know, show, teach me something. You know what I mean? So, without further ado, Big Dick Dawson. Hey, before I get into it, uh, Kevin Wright says, smoke and mirrors, distractions, unfair leveraging laws, rules, as we got as we go to put a people at a disadvantage. Baba Patah said, can they imprison you as a sovereign individual? Are you subject to the law? Terrence, I understand that you're not. You're supposed to go in court. You say mm-hmm. there's one sentence, and they're supposed to allow you to go. Yeah. And I have seen videos where people will yeah. know what to say, and the cops can't even arrest them. I don't understand it all. Yeah. I've never uh, made myself a sovereign citizen, but I'm just going to lean on what uh, Big D just said. Go do your research, you know. Yeah. And that's not to you. I'm just saying in general, everybody go out and do your research because um, 
it seems like this is gaining traction. This is not the first time I heard yeah. it. The first time I heard it the way you put it. Yeah. But that's, I mean. You remember a couple episodes a, ago, I was talking mm-hmm. about Solomon Citizen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not too far mm-hmm. off of being mm-hmm. wanting to be a Solomon mm-hmm. Citizen. Citizen. I want to come with that. To be honest with you, I feel like the only reason why yeah. I haven't signed myself up to be a Solomon Citizen is because of my kids. Okay. You're saying my kids need me to be right, a right, citizen. Right. You're saying, but once they on their own. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be living out in the wilderness, yeah. y'all. Hey, Kevin Wright said, it depends on who you're affiliated with and who you know, right? There you go. Hey, uh, so social media post of the week, man. This has just been in the news. It's not just one post. Uh, it's been many. I'm going to talk about abortion today. So, as you have been made aware, uh, we had a state just this week, Alabama, passed a draconian law. Where you can't get an abortion for any reason. For any reason. Not even medical reasons. It even prompted uh, 45 to make a post about it. <laughs> and 45 said, and now President Trump, 45 said that, um, you know, hey, I am uh, against abortion. I am pro-life. However, in cases of incest, uh, in cases of, you know, when a woman's going to die, and there was one other case, I understand just like Ronald Reagan. I like how he throws it back on Ronald Reagan. That man don't stand for nothing, boy. If you don't stand for nothing, you can't fall for anything. Yeah, so right he but at least he even came out and said, hey, I ain't rolling with that. That's a that's a bad look. But they run on the platform in 2020. I just want to read something to y'all. So abortion bans, eight states have passed a bill to limit this procedure this year. Missouri passed a bill on Friday to ban abortions after fetal heartbeat is detected, making the state the eighth this year to pass abortion restrictions that could challenge the constitutional right established in Roe versus Wade. Earlier this week, Alabama legislators voted to ban abortions in nearly all cases. Alabama's bill is the first outright ban on abortion. Other measures limited procedures to early in pregnancy. Um, then they show care to limits. Georgia, Kentucky, Missouri, Mississippi, and the beautiful state of Ohio stopped short of outright bans. Instead of passing so-called heartbeat bills that effectively prohibit abortions after six to eight weeks of pregnancy, when doctors can usually start detecting a fetal heartbeat, Utah and Arkansas voted to limit the procedure to the middle of the second trimester. Most other states follow the standards set by the Supreme Court's Roe decision in 1973, which says abortion is legal until the fetus reaches visibility, I'm sorry, viability, usually 24 to 28 weeks. The latest bans are not yet in effect. Kentucky's was blocked by a judge, and all are expected to face lengthy court battles. Indeed, their proponents are hoping they will reach the Supreme Court. Now, that is a good thing. Their proponents, the people who pass these, are hoping that they reach the Supreme Court. Before I even get into my opinion of this, I'm going to start with the ladies on the panel because you have a lot of old men, old white men, that are deciding what you can do with your body. Uh, they see dried up, and they, they wife's eggs are, are dry. But anyway. <laughs> <It's scrambled laughs> Rev, you, you are the guest of honor. What is your thought on these eight states, and especially Alabama passing, you know, no abortion? What, what are you trying to get that passed? Oh, passed well, I would say, for me, I'm, I'm a woman, so I feel like. What? I, yes. <laughs> 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 think, um, I think I. What I think about that is that um, I feel like a woman should be able to do what she wants to do with her body. And I know that's a very unpopular opinion for uh, even going back to like self-value. 
I don't think that the men should be able to, um, you know, uh, call the shots about uh, what a woman should do. And I don't really think it's anyone's business on why a woman should or what reason she should. Lisa? Um, <clears throat> I think that these men are probably one of the most horrible human beings I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Um, I think that they're disgusting, and I think our government is disgusting. But I feel like this this was part of them being afraid of a certain group of people starting to dwindle. So, you know, because before it was, oh, population control, population control, it's okay to get this abortion, go get that abortion. Now, all of a sudden, they don't want you to get this abortion. And to me, I feel like they're taking people's life, people's um, mental, mental stability in, the, in their own hands. There, there could be certain situations where it's more painful for a woman to carry the baby than it is to get, have the baby and give it up for adoption. You know, I've never been in this situation, but if I was to get raped by my father or raped by a family member and I got pregnant, I personally personally wouldn't want to carry that baby. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like the you're mental gonna, strain. Yeah. Thing. Now I feel like you're gonna have more people killing babies. I mean it's a horrible it's a horrible and disgusting decision. And where was the vote for that? Did, did I miss that? Did they put that into play to be voted for or did you know, did that just become a law? All these years and now and now and now all of a sudden like they give you things to vote for and I feel like some of the things a majority of the things that they're giving you to vote for aren't even really important. I feel like this is important. How can you tell me when I can and can't abort a baby? Now I'm not no advocate for abortion. I don't think that should be the first choice all the time. There are certain certain situations. But for you to tell me I can't abort this baby when my dad just raped me, you gotta be out your mind. Well, Derek, before you make a comment, or Lisa, if you're if you're not done, I'll, I'll I'm you done. Sure. Okay. Uh, Bob Batai said after they do away with Ginsburg and 45 puts his third conservative on the court, it's a wrap. You know they're trying to kill her. That's why she be exercising. Ninety years old, she's still lifting weights. <laughs> Let me knock out this set. Uh, Veronica Thoris said they're passing these laws, expecting them. Uh, see, Veronica, why you always gotta take my juice? She's right though. They're passing these laws, expecting them to be challenged on the on the Supreme Court level because all of forty-five judicial appointees that are said to be totally against abortion, essentially making them evaluate Roe versus Wade in hopes of overturning it. Baba Apatah said, this is why they're going to do away with Ginsburg. Once again, Kevon Wright said, you know, that's because ain't nobody really dealing with white women like they're dealing with our beautiful queen. So now the push to regulate the woman's body. And Baba Apatah went on to say, I'm very pro-adoption versus abortion. There are options. Yeah. Big D. Well, uh, you know what? Just I wanted to piggyback kind of what you said in the conversation we had before when you want to talk about adoption. And this thing is not black. I mean, it, it, you know, they portray it, they put it out there to be black and white. But uh, it's, it's so much gray, like just the titles, like pro-life. 
Like, what's, who, who, who was not pro-life? You know, this is a very, that's a very deceiving yes. uh, 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 sign. Like, the very title, I'm pro-life. We are pro-life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if to anybody who has been involved in an abortion, and, uh, and when I mean involved, okay, you have a woman, right, who, you know, gets pregnant. You know, and now she she realizes she's pregnant. Now she has to, she's thinking about her situation. You know what I mean? She's assessing it, her situation. Let me, uh, before I go on, we're on the pie. People. There we go. If they can control your body and they can control everything about you, it's a slippery slope. Well, back to my point. Okay, so you have a woman who has an abortion. You have a man who, who's also having an abortion. Now, sometimes the man is not involved in the decision. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then you have the ancillary pieces. You have the friend. Who did the woman confide in? You know, I don't know if anybody has ever been on that trip with someone who went to go get an abortion. I know there's some women who use abortion as birth control. I know that exists. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. So I know that exists. But I'm under the belief that that's a very small minority. Any, any woman or person that I know that has gotten abortion didn't want to have an abortion. It's a very excruciating decision. It's a hard decision to make. Every woman that has an abortion does not mean they're pro-life. They're not pro-life. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you, you're going to have an abortion. It's, a, it's, it's like I said, it's a excruciating decision. And I don't know nobody that ever felt good about having an abortion. You know what I mean? This is not, this is not an easy thing for people to do. Most majority. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll go on the limb and say the majority of women who get an abortion don't necessarily want to have an abortion. You know what I mean? Everybody's situation is what it is. You know what I mean? So this whole narrative of pro-life against life, that's bullshit. Mm. You know what I mean? And so when you start dealing with moral issues, you know what I mean? Because this is what this is. To me, it's almost like inf like infidelity. Like, okay, we're going to make infidelity legal. We're going to make things that we don't like. And it's an ugly, it's an ugly, you know, like I, like you just said, I'm not, I'm not for abortion. But you're for a woman right to choose. You know what I mean? And that's what we're dealing with here. You know what I mean? I don't think no. That's what we're, we're not. Nobody. We're not pro-abortion. Ain't nobody pro-abortion. But I think what, what you have, what y'all y'all seen it. What happened before? Why did you think Roe versus Wade came into in the first place? Women was dying at, at alarming rates because they were having abortions in, in alleys and in, in backyards and these little cooped up ass you know rooms. It's just going to go back to that. You already seen it. This is like trying to get prohibition. Try to make alcohol illegal and see what the fuck is going to happen. You see what I'm saying? You you going backwards. I'm and all rich. this, you know what I mean? All this, oh, yeah. Exactly. Hey, man, I'm starting buying cases of cigarettes right now. Get my back out of the abortion clinic ready, too. I mean, because that's what's going to happen. It is, but that's what's going to happen, man. And, you know, and you see all the groundwork that's being set by 45. This whole thing has, yeah. is being set by 45. I so. want to add that... Um, What's going on, Kimmy? I think with abortion, women are the face of the actual concept, but there are men that are that tell women to go get an abortion. Yeah, and that's not yeah. being talked about. We and just truthfully, see a woman as yeah. the face of yeah. Yeah. the company, if you will, or the concept of it. We said a lot of yeah. Why? Why are you true? You you like Jody? You know what I'm saying? Jody, Jody. is the hardest. I mean, it's me. like <laughs> it's it's like. They say you want to know the way a person's going to act. Look at their history. 
You know what I'm saying? History repeats, it, repeats itself, and it feels as if we've been here before. Is it just me, or are we having a deja vu? This is what make America great again means. Make America great this again. Is what great, make it, this is what it means. This is what make it make. This is what they mean by make America great again. They want to bring it all time. exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we uh, fuck you over and fuck you over. Well, <laughs> hey, that's a hard one to follow right there. <laughs> but I, I agree with you. I, um, you know, I, I picked this topic because I, I feel like uh, what Veronica had to say, and I feel exactly what you say. Sometimes, you know, if I'm picking back and off of you, men do pressure women into doing this. It's not just something that is on a woman's decision. Also, on the other side of the coin, I know um, I've had somebody have an abortion that said they were pregnant by me, and I didn't want it to happen, but it went down anyway. Um, so, you know, a lot of times men don't get to say whether that kid is born or not. So you have some guys that say, I didn't want the kid. She had it, now I'm stuck paying child support. But nobody forced you to go ahead and have sex with her either. Or, you know, so you can look at it that way as well. Um, I, I agree with the fact that I believe everybody is pro-life. You know, um, all this is ideology. This all stems from, I'm sorry, Southern conservatism that is in the form of religious beliefs. And people feel that they're more religious because they say life begins at conception. And then you have some people who say even if a woman's raped, God wanted her to have that baby. You had even uh, <laughs> senators say that if a woman's raped, it's a known fact that she can't get pregnant because her body shuts down, which is just totally That's crazy. That's so stupid. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been all these uh, white men raping these uh, right. women in captivity. We, we have no all these. Uh, it, it would be no light-skinned people in America <laughs> right now if this was the case. So, I mean, you know, we're just going to keep it all the way 100 right now. So it's, it, it's people who believe these are religious values. This is the reason why my mother, who is a black woman, supports Donald Trump and didn't support Barack Obama because he said if Malia or Sasha got pregnant and they made a mistake, he was down with an abortion. He was down with getting them an abortion. And so she didn't like that. She felt like, oh, you're killing babies. But there's it, even more to that story that I can keep adding. This thing about... You telling people what to do with their bodies is a very, very slippery slope. And I think this is this them dipping their toe in the water. What they're hoping is that somebody sues them and takes it to the Supreme Court, which they have now a majority on the Supreme Court, that they can overturn Roe versus Wade so they can end abortion across the nation and have each state deal with it on their own. Okay? But it's more than just dipping your toe in the water for that. Because the great Bob Bob What's next? The great Baba Dick Gregory said this, people people take the word legal and they think it means right. Slavery was legal. Keep that in mind. What do you think, if you keep going down this slope, you you reverse abortion. What's next? What's next? Now, for you brothers and sisters that support this, and you sitting in chains 10, 20 years from now, like I never thought this could happen. A law is only as strong as the people enforcing it. Laws are meant to be broken. Laws are meant to be broken. So the thing is, y'all, y'all as a people need to wake up and you need to put people in office who going to have the same ideals as you. That's why I'm not for staying home. Get out there and put people up. If you don't like the candidates, become the candidate. If you conscious and you say all this, all this politics and stuff, get involved in it. Because if you speak in the real, people going to follow you, you know. But that's neither here nor there. I believe this is just them sticking their, sticking their toe in the water to see what else, what other rights they can take away. And Lisa, now I got to piggyback off something you said, and I agree with you, that in industrialized nations, nations where Europeans run it, 
they have a higher death rate than they do birth rate. So they're slowly dying off. And most of the nations by 2050, their population will be on a decline so much that other nationalities will rise above them as far as pure numbers. Well, in a democratic society, majority rules. Now once you are numerically the minority, you're scared that's okay. Now you you scared that people are gonna take revenge on you. So you lucky. All we want to do is just live a good life and be have a, have an equal footing. All Nobody we ever want to do is be left the fuck alone. Say that. So <laughs> this is your conscience coming back on you. This mm -hmm. is those old white men. Let's just keep it real. It's old white men who trying to tell young women what to do with their bodies. I am not for abortion. I'm just gonna tell you that. I'm not for abortion. But if you're about to die. Something's wrong with the baby. Let's find out. You know, let's be real about it. Baby has certain things that you know is going to be hard for their life, uh, or you've been raped. I'm for it, but if you're using it like Derek said as a form of birth control, which I think is a very low I, minority, I, yes, yeah. I am not for it. I'm not for arbitrary. And that's the thing. I don't think nobody is for abortion. You know what I mean? But I think when we talk about a woman's right to choose, I think it's crazy that you have all these old white men making decisions about women and, and, and you know I go back to the, the fact that prostitution is illegal Say that. You why know, is that, it though because because that's the only way to nip the power of a woman yeah that's the way the, 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 these are old white men that have little penises trying to I, take I, away I, women. It's, a, it's, it's a white guy that come <laughs> here and be like what did you say? <laughs> like the I mean, you, Mister Dick. Nah, he, he, he probably, he probably, he probably for women's right to choose. Yeah, man, you know, you got the right to choose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's but it's it's about impotent old white men. Yeah. Now, now you impotent in that. little penis old this? white men. You see this? Who, he has an angle who are trying and to He's take angry. away as much power from the woman as they possibly can. They love penises and they Oh, God. Part of it, I feel like it's because they know how powerful we are. Exactly. And so they're, they're trying to nip your power the only way they can. Well, they can't take us. We won't go. We like roaches. <laughs> well, this whole society is, is, is based on uh, this pseudo-masculinity, this masculinity uh, type of outlook. The whole thing is that old societies were matriarchal in their design. Now you have these super sensitive. Dang, it must be something about the, the penis being mm -hmm. small. You look at them old statues, but uh, <laughs> you know they're intimidated by that the strength of a woman, and they want to minimize you. That's why they took the Book of Mary out the Bible for one thing, you know. Uh, but before I even get further than that, let me read these. Yeah, Veronica read Thor said, "This is simple white Christian heterosexual males trying to anchor down the idea of supreme patriarchy." Did she just kind of just yeah, sum up what yeah, I was saying? Exactly. You better stop, girl. You're all in my head. Veronica went on to say, the pendulum has to swing back the other way eventually. So what the women going to start doing? Like, okay, we got to get rid of these penises. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Any penis under seven inches is gone. <laughs> go. Brother's going to be like, oh, shit, I'm cool. Shoot. What a measuring house. I'm good. I'm going to go get measured. Off with his head. <laughs> I remember... Um, a friend I had and she had got pregnant with her son for the first time and you know Infanticide, Terry said, Go ahead. and she know you're already scared when you're a woman and you're pregnant for the first time especially if you're young but she had her father tell her well you know what you gotta do right 
And she's like, no. Like, her first thought is like, get a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, get a place. He's like, no, you got to end it. End what? You know what I'm saying? Like, he was going to make her get this abortion because he didn't right. want to be It's easy for the man to suggest this. It wasn't even the baby dad. It was her father. Right. It was the child's grandfather. And he like, right. well, you know, I don't want to be bothered with this. So yeah. I'm going to take you to get this abortion. Sure. They used to send him off to school. Was, uh, <laughs> that's crazy about just, like, childbirth. I think it's crazy that women feel afraid more than happy. I think it's more of like, I just can't believe that we live in a society that um, something that's natural is very feared and it's not enjoyable. No, I didn't because enjoy lack my first of uh, support. Honestly, I just, yeah. yeah, I didn't yeah, enjoy that is I didn't enjoy either one of my pregnancies because of lack of support. Especially with my first, you know, I didn't have support from, I had support from my mom in a way. And once, once he was born, you know, she was in the hospital, but she didn't support me the way that I needed mm. her to. My first, I come home and, you know, I had my best friend with me. She was getting up with me and doing things that I felt mom should be doing. You know, she had her own issues at that time. You know, not yeah. to throw my mom in the bus, bus or nothing. You know, we all go through our things. But you tripped her in the bus mm-hmm. going over her like <laughs> five bad. sentences ago. <laughs> but she just wasn't there. Oh, yeah. I just had to do it by myself. And then when I had my second it was even more traumatizing because of the relationship I was in and I was just real traumatized by having the kid. So I'm like, never again, ever, ever, ever. Ever? Ever, ever, ever. Ever? And then the pregnant and then the labor itself it was real hard. You know, I had a really hard labor. My son almost oh Mm -hmm. just was crazy. So I'm cool. So abortion never crossed your mind. No, when he told when when they my it it didn't cross my mind, but when my friend said when my friend told me her story, you know I'm like I'm traumatized with her. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, well, what did you do? How did you feel? And she's like, I'm not no, I'm not getting no abortion. She was going right away. Like she had the whole thing planned (laughs) out. She packed the clothes. She was gone. And yeah. she left. She did leave. We got any more, yeah, we got any more yeah. comments from the, the great penis out. debate. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, but in, in summation, um, it's, it, it is a woman's ultimate choice. You know, I put out there what my thought is on that, and that's not to say that I'm right. You know, and I know some people, who, you know, would say I'm arrogant for that. But truth be told, if you do these things, um, we just listened to something where they said, in countries that ban abortion, they actually have more abortions there than they do in the United States. It's just more dangerous. Once you take a person's right away, mm-hmm. they tend to do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a lot of backdoor. You know, you had a lot of women dying with coat hangers stuck in them. You had a lot of people going to undocumented mm-hmm. doctors to, to have these abortions. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I, if this passes, I'm setting up an abortion clinic. And you're going to come back there, and I'm going to have a pair of boxing gloves on and a set of steps. <laughs> so <laughs> the first one is for if you newly pregnant, I'm going to punch you in your step. We're going to see how it turned out. That don't work. I'm going to trip you and knock you down the stairs. And then there's always the ladder that leads to nowhere. You get to the top of the ladder, and I kick you up the ladder and you fall. And then I think that should help. Sometimes you might die now. Yeah, that's going to be the what? The, the Ray Caruso abortion <laughs> Ray Caruso abortion Hey, man, that's a good call back right there. Hey, real quick before we step by, I did want to say, piggyback on what you said, though. I was joking, You're though. talking about the support. <laughs> You're talking about when, as, as a, when a woman is, 
is pregnant and she's looking around and the baby father is like, get an abortion or I ain't have nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And the parents is like, I don't want nothing to do with it. That's and everybody hard. is abandoning this woman. Like instead of supporting this woman, she may not be thinking about abortion. Still adoption though. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. And, 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 the, and, the, and the adoption pool is only great for certain kids. You know, certain kids are, are, are highly adopted. We know mm-hmm. we don't want to go into what those kids are. But our kids are the ones that's going to be still sitting there. You know what I mean? Or getting, a, or getting adopted by Angelina Jolie and making wear dresses and shit. You know what I mean? No, that's that's Charlie's Oh, yeah. That's 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 know your wife with me. But y'all, we want to thank y'all again, man. This has been a great show. D4, love disclosure show. Derek the My Wins the first. Big Dick Dice and Lisa Lisa. And her special guest today. Thanks for coming to join us, man. We appreciate it. We try to get more guests. We try to get more people on, man. I'm glad you finally came. Come again. Doors always open. And uh, once again, man, love the people that you tell the people you love around you, love them because tomorrow ain't promised. You know, it's all love all day. And uh, share the video, man. Catch us on the podcast. It's on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, 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 we all over, man. You know what I'm saying? Share the links, share the videos, and uh, we out. Peace. Peace. All love.